Welcome to Adoption Now, telling your adoption story. This is our recap show. So we just released a podcast with Reshma, who is an adoptee from India, and it was a heavy show. We have a lot of adoptees right now applying to be on the show. They want to be heard, and it's important for us to listen to them. And it's important for us to hear some of the hard things they're saying and some of the process that they're going through. We can be mature enough as adoptive parents to say, okay, I can hear what she's saying and try to understand that because what that does for us is it makes our lives richer and we have a bigger pool to draw from when we need advice with our children. But it's important for us to um, to listen. And Noah was on the show. Noah, what did you think? It is tough. I mean, it's there's so much emotion involved. And I think like you've said before, Reshma is brave, honestly, mm-hmm. to, to be able to get to this point where she's exploring and learning new things and experiencing all the feelings that she was told she couldn't have, right? Mm-hmm. And I think some of it comes across as a little harsh and hard to hear, especially as an adoptive dad. Mm-hmm. But I also think, you know, if we don't allow our kids to feel certain ways, then of course, I mean, I think about even my own life with my own parents and how they were very clear on like, you can't feel this way because it's not the Christian way to feel. And I'm still dealing with that now at almost 40 years old, mm-hmm. right? And so. Mm-hmm. I I want it to be an encouragement. And I even told you this before. I said, you know, one of the things that I hope that eventually Reshma gets to this place of like, I have this purpose because for, for me and for you, there's a purpose for her mm-hmm. that unfortunately she did go through this experience. But fortunately for us, we are now learning. And, and I do hope that adoptees continue to have a, uh, what did she, what was the term she used? Coming out of the fog. Yes. Yes. Have that experience. Yes. Yeah, it was hard. And she did say, I hate that I was adopted. And I, it like hurts my heart, but also I agree with that. There are times when I look at our four children and I am sad for their families that don't get to see what amazing little people they are. Mm-hmm. There are times when I think there are issues that we are going to have to deal with that are hard, right? And and there's brokenness because of adoption. Although I'm so happy because I love these kids and it's such an honor to be their mom. I can see I can see what she's saying. There's a lot of pain there that, you know, that people told her what to think. And I right. think adoptees would say that really strongly is I don't want to be told that I'm so lucky. Don't tell me that I would have died if they wouldn't have adopted me. Don't tell me your parents are amazing, you're so lucky. Adoptees don't want to hear that. Because the truth of it is, is we're all lucky, right? We're, this is all a part of our journey. And no one wants to be told how to feel. Nobody wants to be told, you You, you just said that. Yeah. You didn't want your parents to say, oh, Noah, it's not that bad. Oh, Noah, you wanted to be heard. And if you feel something in your heart, you want people to say, yeah, I get that. And she said that there are a lot of adoptees who don't know how to talk to their parents. That also kind of hurt my heart because... I really try to get my kids to talk to me and open up to me. And if there is that fear of, I don't want to hurt my, my parents by saying that I feel this way, how can we create a place that's safe from them for them? What do you think? Well, by working on creating a safe place, but also being aware that maybe there is an adoption therapist out there that can, Mm. you know, one of the uh, interviews that you had with Glenn, right? It was a camera. It wasn't even another person. It was just a camera and an adoptee talking. And they were sharing things that they hadn't mm-hmm. told their entire life to anyone. Mm. 
So sometimes it might even be just backing away, right? As that's hard to say, but as an adoptive family, sometimes you just have to back off and let your kid feel a certain way. Um, I do think they'll come around. I really do. You know, yeah. I, I think not, and, and not every experience is the same, right? Some kid may for a day have to go through this one emotion and then be fine. And it's like, it's never happened again. That's true. I'm that person. Yeah, I was like yeah. that as a kid. If I was allowed to feel that, I would like feel it so strongly. And then I'd be like, oh, I don't feel that anymore because I was able to like process it. And my yeah. mom never stopped me from doing that. And I want to impart that in my children. One of the things that Reshma talked about was going back to India. And she does this movie. It's called Calcutta is My Mother. And she talks about her experience with identifying with the culture and all these things. I mean, I can't wait to see the movie. Um, but it's very interesting to hear people's journeys and we're just here to support you. We're just here to listen and support. And some of the things that are said on our podcast are hard for us too, but it doesn't take away from the story. And I want to bring John DeYoung on really quick. He told his story. He's an adoptee from South Korea and he also goes to India. Now he's been there like 20 times and he heard Reshma's story. And I want to just ask him what he thinks about the whole adoptee voice. Hey, John. <laughs> Hi, April. How are you? Welcome to the after show. Excited. Thank you. Hey, so I don't want people to feel sad, mm. overly sad. I want people to feel sad if they want to feel sad, but I don't want people to feel like, should I even adopt? Like I, I would, I have adopted kids. Am I failing my adopted kids? How can I make them feel loved? Why did we choose this? You know, there's so many things that go into it and we want successful parents because we want successful children what's your advice oh man that's a that's a really um that's a really good question i think one of the things that we have to a little bit okay so i'll go back to my story a little bit mm -hmm. it's the narrative of my story is in the 70s when my parents adopted me at 70 in uh, 1976 there was not a lot of resources mm -hmm. there was no help and people i think a lot of american families were just like excited about adopting children and and, and i think that's a good thing I think that's a, I think that's a really good thing. What was uh, the, the, what was difficult possibly is in the '70s and '80s is there was just not a lot of talk, mm -hmm. and there was no resources for families. And so I think we have to be careful. I have to be careful to not take that narrative, put it in 2019 and 2020, mm -hmm. and be like, well, why didn't they? Why didn't mm -hmm. they? Now, I think that we have to be careful about that because I could do that, and and I did I did do that when I was younger. But that was because my narrative was slowly transforming, right? My story's changing along the times. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, so yes, I want to encourage parents. Now we have an organization like Adoption Now, like, mm -hmm. like your organization, a lot of resources out there. And adoption doesn't get any easier, but you have a lot more resources. Mm -hmm. You have a ton more support. You have better communities. And you just have a lot more information. So I think, you know, if I were to be adopted now, it would be a different narrative, right? Um, Can I adopt you? Yeah. <laughs> that was my next question, so I'm glad we went into that. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> All right. But I, I think that, um, so that's it. And so I had an, uh, so listening to her story was, it was, it was powerful, and I think it's, it's awesome because our narratives are um, our own. And, I, and mm -hmm. I did agree with her. It, it is very difficult, and it's, and it's um, you know, it, it, can, it can puncture, it can wound an adoptee, if you say, well, you need to feel like this, or mm -hmm. you can't feel like this, or you have to act like this. And, I, and, and you know, that, that can be wounding. 
and, and an additional wound to already like, all right, so who is my mom, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I know I come from a mother and father, and so, like, I'm the third part of that party, and I'm missing two parts. And no and I were talking about that earlier. It's like, you know, there's three parts. It's a mom, dad, and and, and a child, and all three come together to make the one child, right? It's like, right. that's make what happens. Adoption. Yeah. And so... You know, when I went back to uh, 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 Suwon, Korea, I think it was about seven years ago, I went back and I got a chance to experience um, my culture. You know, my Korean, I am not Korean. <laughs> I'm pretty American. I identify as, uh, as an American, probably, you know. And, and when I got there, you know, as even though I, I probably was uh, walking through some like, okay, so I'm not as... Korean as I thought I was, and I probably struggled a little bit, but when I ended up talking to Billy Kim, who was the pastor that I was talking to, who actually ended up um, restoring and taking over my orphanage, he pointed it to me, and he was like, you're like my son, and he was also adopted, and and it just really created this really cool bond, and and so for me, you know, I, I, you know, there was some, like, a few questions, and it kind of did feel weird. I'm I'm around a bunch of Koreans, and I'm not, I'm pretty American, and Mm. And uh, but at the end of my conversation with Billy Kim and my experiences too, when I was there for three days, I felt like it, it closed so many gaps for me, mm. and it like was healing in a lot of ways. You know, there is always beauty that comes from ashes, mm-hmm. and it's not only adoptees; mm-hmm. it's single moms, right. it's single dads, it's a, it's 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 everyone, everyone in America. Everyone in a developing country, mm-hmm. everyone in Europe. I mean, everyone has an ash beauty from ashes story. And um, as we, as our narrative starts to mature and we start seeing things in hindsight, you kind of look back and go, oh, okay. You know, I, you know, and, and if I would have not, if I personally would not have been adopted, I mean, um, at that time, over 40% of the children back then were dying, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yes, you know, don't tell me I'm blessed, but. I'm I'm blessed. Yeah. I, I feel it yeah. in my heart. I, I really, really, really do. And it took me a little while to get here. Trust me. I was not happy that when I was first adopted, um, I rebelled very hard. But now I'm like, man, in hindsight and looking at my narrative now, I'm like, I want to adopt. I want to be a I, mm-hmm. I, will, I want to be a part of another child, child story who may have a different narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to predict their narrative if I don't adopt them. But maybe it would be cool to be part of that story. Yeah, you know, in, in that situation, we do have a story coming up as well, where um, an adult adoptee from South Korea is going to Ghana to adopt, and so I think it's very cool when an adoptee decides I'm going to continue that on. I want to be a part of a child's life. I I do love adoption. She said on there uh, that she hates that she was adopted, and we talked about that. I hate that too. I hate brokenness and pain. Um, but one of the things that I really took away from what she said was. That feeling in Christianity or in our testimony is saying, you should feel this way, child. You have these great parents. You should go up and tell your story. Tell everybody how you're a miracle. Tell everybody. And I think that allowing the child to make their own narrative, even though they know their story, is so important. And when they say, I don't really like it when you tell everybody my story, don't tell everybody their story. I mean, that's one of the things that she said, that her parents would tell everybody the story as soon as they come up and they go, Oh, is she adopted? Yes, she was one pound and she, and it's a beautiful story. There was nothing incriminating or terrible, but it made her feel uncomfortable and recognizing that your child needs you to notice when they feel small 
or when they feel discluded or when other people are making them feel like what how much was that child because <laughs> in a interracial family we get that right yeah. people come up to us all the time and so i'm watching my children and how their body language is when people approach us and then i can parent better and i think before parents were just like you're part of our family what's the problem you know yeah. and everybody else around them in the church was saying you're awesome you're so lucky to be here yeah. and that is an old way and yeah. we are pushing this adoption movement into not thinking like that not being like that because it's not really healthy for anybody nobody wants to be told you're lucky your parents are amazing especially when you're a teenager you're like <laughs> no matter if you're adopted or not but we need to give people a place to speak and then when they're older yeah. they won't be so like now's my time to speak and now all i'm going to speak is just anger yeah. right because i never got a chance and so now i'm going to do this and so i really learned a ton from that story it was hard for me <laughs> and if you listen to that and you thought oh my gosh i was not as encouraged as i thought i just want to encourage you that um it is a beautiful story and she does really really love her parents yeah. and she does have a very close relationship with them but the side that she's telling is the loss part and that's okay yeah. we can have loss and gratitude live in the same place and still be completely healthy happy people yeah i would encourage her i think i think where she's at right now is where the film is you know where she's at right now is where the film's yeah. going to be and her narrative's going to change um i agree with you uh april in the sense that we have to be careful as adoptive parents whether christian uh, Muslim, it doesn't matter what religion you are, to not utilize the platform of the adoption to feel like you said the hero, mm -hmm. right? And say, you know, I'm going to use the platform of my child and mm -hmm. suddenly uh, bolster my my personal um, insecurities. I want to feel a little bit better. I want to feel mm -hmm. cool or I want to feel like I am the hero in the story. And so what I'll do is because they can become a pattern and we don't know how that can, that's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. The first time you might be super excited and be like, yes, and this is the story of the child. And, 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 and that's, and then that might be okay. Cause the child's an infant, but to, to utilize that plat, the child as a platform mm -hmm. for yourself, I think that's where a lot yeah. of the resentment can slowly build. And then it, it does explode later on in life. It, cause, cause, uh, the five-year-old is like, wait a minute, you, you know, whether they know it or not, there's something calculating in the back mm -hmm. of their head. So like, why is my story going to make you look better mm -hmm. and, and so those are the things that we need to be careful about because you, you know the approach that you have with your adopt uh, adopt a child and in your family you, you probably need to communicate a little bit more clearly and and have the conversations with your children yeah. and i said in your in our first uh in our first podcast i said discover your child mm -hmm. just discover yeah just spend some that. time to discover your child yeah. that's it and I, and you know, we have been very careful on the show to be honorable to our stories, mm -hmm. to our story. I always say when somebody applies, don't tell me anything you're not going to tell your child. They don't tell the world. But this is a place we started telling these podcasts because we were stopped everywhere and everyone was like, how much were they? Where'd you get them? And I would, you know, when they're babies, like you said, I would just tell the story to, and eventually I don't want to tell the story when I'm buying carrots. I don't want to talk to you when I'm eating at Chili's. So we created these podcasts so that we could say, hey, here's more about our adoption journey, because it is my story, too, and what I did as a parent and, and how we got into these roadblocks. And basically, Noah and I's story is like, don't do this. Um, but I think that for us telling these stories is so important to help and to teach. So I don't mean like never tell your story. What we're talking about is when you allow the story to um, be kind of like your hero story in your church, or you allow other people to be like, you're amazing, tell your story. doesn't mean you're not amazing. 
doesn't mean that you're not a great parent. It just means that we take everything and we level the playing field. Yes, we had a role in this child's life, but this child has changed me. I mean, my four kids have changed me more than I probably have changed them. They ha adoption has honestly changed my life. And I tell the stories from that place is that nobody's really a hero. And honestly, everything we did was empowered by God. I really, really believe that because sometimes we tell some of the story. I'm like, how did we even do that? How did we even get through that? That wasn't in us. Mm -hmm. That was a supernatural thing that God equipped us to do. And I just believe that if you believe in God, he's directing your path. But you really have to protect your children from that belief system that like they have you, you have God and everything is perfect. No, there's a lot of different elements that we have to look at. And that's what we're doing here at Adoption Now. Thank you for joining the after show. I appreciate you tuning in. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube. John, thank you for being here. Thank you. Husband, wherever you are, thank you for doing the end part of the show. And check out that podcast. It's at adoptionnow.com. We'll see you next week.